so hello everyone this is kutmed 101 and in this podcast we are going to cover all the questions related to microbiology at com and in this podcast we are going to cover 2.5 module 2.6 and module 2.7 so our first question is what is paternalism contrast autonomy and paternalism described soft versus hard paternalism so paternalism is acting in a fatherly manner to take decisions on behalf of the other person in their best interest based on superior knowledge and experience so in this case of healthcare arena it is the doctor taking decisions on the patient's behalf without their full potential knowledge and consent so the paternalism uh, does what so it does violate the principle of autonomy so the difference between paternalism and autonomy is so in paternalism we promote and restore the health of the patient in autonomy we respect the patient's right to self determination and information in paternalism we provide good care and in autonomy we respect patient's integrity so in paternalism we assume responsibility and in autonomy we promote human rights in soft paternalism the physician acts on grounds of beneficence when the patient is non autonomous or substantially non autonomous soft paternalism is complicated because of the difficulty in determining whether the patient was non autonomous at the time of decision making uh hard paternalism is action by a physician intended to benefit a patient but contrary to the voluntary decision of autonomous patient who is fully informed and competent on the other hand of the uh, on the other end of the scale of hard paternalism is consumerism a rare and extreme form of patient autonomy in this model the physician's role is constrained and does not permit full use of his or her knowledge and skills for the good of the patient what is shared decision making shared decision making has been defined as an approach where clinicians and patients share the best available evidence when faced with the task of making decisions and where patients are supported to consider options to achieve informed consent importance of sdm sdm is shared decision making internationally shared decision making is seen as hallmark of good clinical practice while shared decision making is applicable to most situations it's especially important in certain circumstances for example where the evidence does not strongly support a single uh, single clearly superior option that is when there is uncertainty as to which option is superior each option has different inherent benefits and harms or the decision is likely to be strongly influenced by patient's preferences and values shared decision making provides a process for bringing evidence into the consultation and incorporating it into the discussions with the patient along with the discussions about the patient's values and preferences shared decision making may also help reduce the unwarranted decisions uh, variations in care that may partially arise from clinical clinician's opinion dominating decision making with insufficient consideration of both empirical evidence and the patient's preferences patients and clinicians typically overestimate the benefits of intervention and underestimate their harms shared decision making can provide opportunity for resolving this mismatch between clinician and patient expectation and the demonstrated benefits and harms of screening tests and interventions consequently shared decision making may reduce the inappropriate use of tests and treatments such as those that are not beneficial for the majority and are associated with the substantial risk of harms as such it can play a role in reducing the problem of overdiagnosis and overtreatment patients tend to choose more conservative options than their clinician when fully informed about the patient uh, harms and benefits most evidence about the effectiveness of shared decision making comes from trials of decision aids uh The next question we have is what are the responsibilities of patients and doctors in shared decision making In shared decision making the doctor should explain the diagnosis avoid using medical jargon 
एक्सप्लेन ट्रीटमेंट ऑप्शन नॉट हाइड इन्फॉर्मेशन टेल प्रोज एंड कॉन्स ऑफ एवरी ऑप्शन टू प्रोवाइड इन शेयर डिसीजन मेकिंग द पेशेंट शुड लिसन टू ऑल द मेडिकल कंसर्न ऑफ द फिजिशियन शुड पुट हिज और हर कंसर्न इन फ्रंट ऑफ डॉक्टर विदाउट हेजिटेशन एंड शुड गिव फुल हिस्ट्री वॉट इज फुल एंड रीजनेबल डिस्कलोजर वॉट आर एक्सपेक्टेशन टू फुल डिस्कलोजर A physician must disclose information that a reasonable person would want to have a decision making even though that information may cause the patient to refuse the treatment that the physician believes in the patient best interest no piece of information should be kept hidden important concerns of the patient should be addressed in other words the doctor is legally bound to pass on every detail regarding the disease condition nature of the proposed treatment alternative treatments if any and prognosis with the possible risk and benefit of the procedure of the patient expectations sorry exceptions to full disclosure therapeutic privilege of doctor patient's physical and mental state personality and age should be considered full disclosure can result in frightening a patient who is already fearful or emotionally disturbed who may refuse treatment when there is a little uh, like really little risk the doctor should explain the risk to the family note the same in patient's records explaining his intentions and the reason for example malignancy and unavoidable fatal lesions may not be disclosed to the patient in such cases uh, if the family member requests that certain information should not be revealed to the patient the doctor should ask the patient if they would prefer not to be told the information materiality materiality states that only that information should be stated as uh, that impacts the decision of the patient and unnecessary information should not be disclosed elements in decision making competency versus capacity compare and contrast healthcare decision making is a process that includes definable def- uh, steps and desirable sequence the process is universally relevant that is it applies in all settings and enduring that is it has remained applicable over time and will continue to apply in the future physicians play an essential role in healthcare decision making process so in capacity we have capacity is defined as a functional determination that an individual is or is not capable of making a medical decision within a given situation this is relative to the baseline abilities of the patient pertains only to the current situation and takes into consideration the severity of the possible consequences in competency we have the competency is defined as the ability of an individual to participate in legal proceedings legal competence is presumed to disprove an individual's competence a hearing and presentation of evidence is required capacity is determined by physician and competence is determined by a judge this legal determination is never determined by medical providers capacity is also called as clinical competency and competence is also called as legal capacity so the capacity is assessment based primarily on the patient's capacity to understand and inform consent discussion and competency in multiple areas of competency may be addressed in the legal setting such as competency to stand trial competency to be executed judge makes final decision about competency sometimes after input from the psychiatrist and psychologist or other physicians court opinions about the competency should generally be left to psychiatrist and specific training forensic psychiatry except for competency to make healthcare decision it uses a uh, capacity uses information from clinical interview and competency uses testimony from legal representatives and physicians report surrogate is an activated healthcare power of attorney and competency uh, surrogated is a court appointed guardian 
what is medical decision making capacity what are the components to determine decision making capacity state the conditions in which decision making capacity can be impaired so medical decision making capacity is ability of the patient to understand the benefits and risk of and alternatives to a proposed treatment or intervention the four key components to address incapacity evaluation includes communicating the choice understanding appreciation and rationalizing or reasoning risk factors for impaired decision making capacity fear discomfort age less than 18 years or more than 85 years neurological or psychiatric condition significant cultural or language barriers define an advanced directive and documentation and scenarios regarding advanced directive definition the term advanced directive refers to the treatment preferences of the designation of the surrogate decision maker in the event that person becomes unable to make medical decisions on their behalf underlying principle autonomy studies have found that use of advanced directive decreases use of life sustaining treatment and increases use of hospice and palliative care services when to obtain an advanced directive the best time is often during the routine outpatient visits allows time for deliberation in low pressure situation physicians should start discussing with the patient regarding advanced directive as early as possible while a patient is healthy and competent advanced directive should be obtained on hospital admission prior to surgery on diagnosis with a terminal illness desires regarding life sustaining treatment are not always stable over the time but may change therefore advanced directive should be revised and updated periodically common scenarios some of the most common scenarios in which advanced directive can can be used include coma persistent vegetative state severe brain injury stroke dementia or critical medical illness documentation in order for the advanced directive to be honored it must be prepared before the patient loses medical decision making capacity advanced directives must be noted in medical records often requires assistance from the attending physician and an attorney describe various types of advanced directives briefly there are multiple types of advanced directive including living will designation of healthcare proxy power of attorney or physician's orders for life sustaining treatment the first is living will a written document that states what medical treatment that patient desires or which they prefer or omit to use includes restricting the things such as uh, restricting cpr rejecting intubation uh rejecting analgesia rejecting uh, feeding tubes and ng tubes and iv fluids the most common statement in living will will read something like if i suffer an incurable irreversible illness disease or condition and my attending physician determines my condition is terminal i direct that life sustaining measures that are serve only to prolong my dying be withheld or discontinued healthcare proxy a legal designation in which patient designates other person to make healthcare decision also known as surrogate on the on their behalf the healthcare proxy has same rights as the individual durable power of attorney a signed legal document authorizing another person to make medical decisions on the patient's behalf in healthcare the power of attorney may be referred to as more specifically as durable power of attorney for healthcare physician's order for life sustaining treatment newer form of advanced directive agreement between the doctor and the patient regarding the patient's condition that records the patient wishes as medical orders do not resuscitate that is dnr or do not intubate order so in this condition the patient the terminally ill patient if code blue is announced the patient has refused do not resuscitate ethical committee can help in cases where patients left no advance directive or have no healthcare proxy provide both legal and moral support to doctors when there are no further treatment options available what is surrogacy in decision making who has the right to make decision for the patient who cannot it is same as 
uh, it is same as the previous question the next question we have is describe the process of choosing autonomy versus beneficence in a setting of ethical dilemma by definition an ethical dilemma involves the need to choose from among two or more immorally accepted options or between equally unaccepted courses of action when no choice prevents selection of the other it is clinical situation in which two ethical principles are at odds each one of the four principles of ethics is to be taken as a prima facie obligation that must be fulfilled unless it conflicts in a specific instance with another principle beneficence can be inclusive of patient autonomy as the best interests of the patient are intimately linked with their preferences from which are derived our primary duties to them one of the basic and non infrequent reasons for disagreement between physician and the patient on treatment issues is their divergent views on goals of treatment in the resource book for clinicians johnson and uh, and others have elucidated that logical and well accepted model along with lines of systematic format that practicing physicians have taught and have practiced for a long time chief complaint history of present illness past history pertinent family and social history reviews of system this practical approach to problem solving in ethics involves clinical assessment identifying medical problems treatment options goals of care patient finding any clarifying patient preferences on treatment options and goals of care quality of life if effects of medical problems interventions and treatments on patient's quality of life with awareness of individual biases on what constitutes an acceptable quality of life context many factors that include family cultural spiritual religious economic and legal using this model the physician can identify the principles that are in conflict ascertain by weighing and balancing what should prevail and what when in doubt turns to ethics literature and expert opinion what is informed consent explain in details about contents of informed consent in surgical procedures and research what is informed refusal informed content informed so informed consent is a medical legal term describing the conversation uh, sorry informed consent is a medical legal term describing conversation between patient and physician wherein the physician provides all relevant and necessary information for a patient to make an informed and free decision regarding their care characteristics of informed consent fits firmly with the foundation of ethical medical practice to keep the patient's best interest intact first and foremost the three basic components of informed consent competency disclosure and voluntariness incorporates ethical and legal obligations of medical professionals to ensure that patient is competent they have ability to understand information relevant to the decision the patient can comprehend the information provided and represent collaborative decision making between the clinician and the patient Insta- instances to obtain informed consent informed consent is obtained for procedures or intervention with significant risk that must be understood by the patient or the surrogate decision maker includes enrollment in research studies which also contemplates proper use of data although there is no universal rule concerning when and which procedure require consent and documentation a written consent form is usually prepared for invasive procedures that are that have relatively high risk of clinical practice verbal consent is sufficient for minor parts of care that is physical examination taking blood pressure taking blood samples it may also be used if the patient has disability that prevents them from signing a consent form format and documentation consent is formally obtained as a written document signed by the patient 
सो वर्बल कंसेंट मस्ट ऑल्सो भी डॉक्यूमेंटेड इन द मेडिकल रिकॉर्ड लीगली रिटर्न कॉन्सेंट हैज प्रेसिडेंस ओवर वर्बल कॉन्सेंट इफ देर इज नो कंसेंट डॉक्यूमेंट फॉर स्पेसिफिक प्रोसीजर्स फिजिशियंस मे राइट नोट्स अबाउट पॉसिबल रिस्क इन द चार्ट इनफॉर्म रिफ्यूजल इनफॉर्म रिफ्यूजल इज वेर अ पर्सन हैज रिफ्यूज रिकमेंडेड मेडिकल ट्रीटमेंट बेस्ड अपॉन एन अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ द फैक्ट्स एंड इम्प्लीकेशन ऑफ नॉट फॉलोइंग द ट्रीटमेंट इनफॉर्म रिफ्यूजल इज लिंक टू द इनफॉर्म कंसेंट प्रोसेस as a patient has right to consent but also may choose to refuse it is an attempt to balance provider's duty to care for patient with respect for patient autonomy and patient's right to self determination it deals with legal issues and denotes that doctor has fulfilled his duty define patient autonomy autonomy is one of the four principles of bioethics autonomy can be defined simply by patient's right over his or her own body principle of autonomy implies that any decision during the course of diagnosis and treatment of a patient should not be taken by physician alone without the patient permission it is the patient and only the patient who can take the ultimate decision about what happens with his or her own body example of patient autonomy a 45 year old man with no mental incapacity that is he is he can understand what physician is saying is diagnosed with cancer many treatment options like chemotherapy radiotherapy are available the doctor should present the treatment options available to the patient and the patient has to choose any one of them and can even deny the treatment so the patient autonomy question is covered in more greater details in pharmacology podcast so so adcom can be asked from all three sections of these uh pathology pharmacology and microbiology the nmc has just given outline for which one is important for which subject but for for covering all the information you must listen to all of the three podcast